0: not two days prior
1: up you up let's get it going we are live we're back in action as week four is no more week five is alive and we are here third and three podcast presented by the sports column brought to you by reebok as always head on over to third three check it out reebok link click on it the new rewind shoes the ai's a whole bunch of gear from reebok check it out it's a beautiful thing gotta love it more stuff to check out meatworks beer drop food drink delivered right to your house Come on, man. We got the goods for you. Just go to thirdandthreepodcast.com. We will take care of you. Like Tricky Nicky Gist takes care of Knowledge with Nicky, but we're not doing that right now because we got a whole bunch of other shit to cover. But the knowledge is always there with Tricky Nicky Gist here. What's up?
2: Yes, the knowledge is always here. This week, kids, I am in San Antonio, and today I learned that the Alamo is Underwhelming.
1: Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Right, Fortunate. No good. Bad news for your world travelers out there. Just, just right <laughs> past the Alamo. Just
2: but go. so far, great, great city, otherwise, but a little underwhelming. Okay. Well, all right.
1: Great city, good people. That's what really makes the heart. Be Very open.
2: friendly people, yes. There Not like know. Jersey. Yes. That's-,
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I love it. And D, I can imagine you live with some pretty friendly people. You know, nice weather all the time, right? Probably some nice people around where you're at.
0: Yeah, now Arizona's a very friendly, uh, I guess, I would say state. I haven't seen the whole state. But as far as Phoenix and the surrounding areas, people are very, very friendly here. And it's a lot of people from different areas. So you get people that don't want to be mean, right? So they're in a certain area. So I think that's what really goes into it because it's such a mountain pot. That's why people being so nice. But
1: be All right. Oh, we got we got D with a little little kickback right there, but we got she. We got you. What's up, Brent? <laughs> What's
2: that like? Yeah, we, like people don't want to be mean. Like I just wake up mean. Like I just wake up like. <laughs> <man."> <laughs> it
1: definitely has to do with the environment of where you're yeah. at. No question. Yes, I've known that since I moved to Florida. Yeah, I definitely uh, think. The- uh, how- so I, think- I
0: definitely think it's an east coast thing like on the east coast people are just like ready to go all the time like you're so angry at breakfast like what did bacon do to you yeah. I
2: think- <laughs> probably cooked wrong that's <laughs> that's, what, that's probably what it was you know we just wake up like oh so mad like jay you know you're from this area like maybe you calm down a little bit being in florida but i tell you yes. you're also playing here but oh hello ma'am hi ma'am hi darling how the, i was like oh wow hey you're all that's nice right. here
1: <laughs> yep that's right everything is all business business everything got to move real fast go at it up in new york and new jersey area yeah. there's no question about it it's like that It's more of a northeastern thing because I can tell you, since I moved down here in 2014 in Florida, I wake up a lot more chill. Like the anxiety level has gone down,
2: completely
1: down. I'm telling you, there's no doubt about it. The weather has a lot to do with it. But I will say that it is like soggy, disgusting, like June, July, August. It is freaking awful. But whatever. Look, I'll take that as opposed to cold, cruddy winters when – you start your car for an hour and a half before you even get into the damn thing and you're scraping an ice off the windshield. I don't need that shit. And that's what's coming for you, my friend, in about a month or two. So get ready. <laughs> easy
2: there. Easy. No, that's <laughs> easy I'm, for you for I'm to Move
1: down sure. here. Come down south where me and D are. You know, pick one of these states. It'll be a Listen,
2: sure. I, I want to, you know, it's been raining and we haven't seen the sun in like five days in Jersey. So I land here. It's like 90. It's sunny. I was like, oh, hello, son. This is this is great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was nice. It's been nice.
1: Uh, well, it's nice to be with you guys. My name is Jason Fearman, a.k.a. The Sports Profit, and we are ready to roll over here. NFL Week 5. We actually have an early question over here. Uh, let's check it out. Let's see, Damien, Apparently, you were asked about this earlier from uh, Justin David Kish, and he's asking, um, wanted to find out what do you do with Jonathan Taylor and Devontae Smith for Joe Mixon and Chris Olave? Can he get some input? Mm, D, you want to you want to throw your input on this question?
0: So yeah, yes, uh, earlier, excuse me, he asked me about this uh, question, and I told him that he should uh, keep Jonathan Taylor uh, because the Colts, if they do turn it around. It's going to be partly due to Jonathan Taylor and the amount of carries he gets and the opportunities he gets. With Uh Joe Mixon, if the Bengals are struggling offensively and they can't run the ball, they could just put it in Burrow's hand and let him sling it. Right. With the Colts, they need Jonathan Taylor to be good to turn it around and to keep going forward. So I think he's going to continue to get those opportunities. I know he's not playing tomorrow, but he's going to continue to get these opportunities to go forward and to improve on what's been a disappointing year so far for him.
1: Yeah, I know that. I agree with you. Look, they rely on Jonathan Taylor, so we know he's getting the ball, not like Joe Mixon isn't getting the ball. But the other part of it is is that the Eagles' offense is much better than the Saints' offense, which means that Devontae Smith is going to get more targets, more opportunities, probably more touchdowns than Chris Salavri, regardless of who's better or not. Nicky, do you agree with us? You
0: know know what's hilarious, Jay? That's literally what I told Justin. He could tell you. Like, it's literally what I told him. You guys call me a homer all you want to. (laughs) I told him that the Eagles' offense is way better than the Saints' offense, so I would trust Devontae Smith more as far as being consistent, even though Chris Olave is great because our right. O-line is bad and you have maybe I heard Winston or Dalton playing, I would trust Devonta Smith more.
1: Yeah, there you go. Exactly. It's nothing yeah. to do with e- either one of them's um, ability to catch a football or run around, Nikki. It has to do with, you know, has going to have more opportunities in fantasy football, right, as we're learning in week four or five here.
2: Oh yeah, and I was in on Devonte Smith in the summer. I said probably by week 6, right? You're going to be pretty happy to have him. Oh. Uh I do have him and you know, he is asserting himself like I thought he would around this time in this offense. I, I just, you know, I, I you keep Jonathan Taylor, you keep Devonte Smith. So for yeah. me that's I'm right there with you. Yeah, yeah. Justin, sure. you got your answer. It's yeah. a price <laughs> for it. us.
1: Keep your players right there. That's what you got to do. Keep your yes. players. Know that about it. Uh, some people can uh, can keep their players. Some people can't keep things in, keep things out. You know, DK Metcalf, I don't know what to say about this whole thing, but very interesting. Uh, he's going to change this number to number two, obviously. Uh, that just goes without saying, uh, because this man had to go ahead and drop a deuce so bad, and admittedly so, he had to get walk carted off the field. He couldn't even clinch his way back, man. He could not clinch walk back, because that's what he said, D. He's like, man, I have got to get carted off this field. What kind of crap is that, man? Literally.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, wait, I missed this. What did he do? Oh, my God, Nikki! Oh, (laughs) please reiterate. Tell her.
0: Yeah, so at some point during the Lions and Seahawks game, Uh you see DK Metcalf getting carted off to the locker room. But he's not carted off in a way where he looks like he's hurt. Like he's just sitting regular, going to get carted off. So you wonder if it's like some type of injury that you can't really see, like it's a muscle injury, something like that. And then you like he comes back out fine to go, and then you find out later the reason he got carted off is because he had to do number two, yes. <laughs> and then he he had to he had to use the bathroom, and it made me think of the Lamar Jackson situation uh, from either last year or the year before when they were playing against I believe it was Cleveland, and he had to like scoot, and you could tell by the way he was scooting he probably had to do number two. They should have carted <laughs> him off so it didn't look as obvious the way they did for DK Metcalf. So obviously this happens to NFL players from time to time, and he did it smooth, and he also was having fun with it so. I'm glad to see that from DK, but it was a very funny moment when I thought on Twitter for sure.
2: Oh, my God. That is funny. Didn't that happen to, oh, my God, who was in the news? I forget. It was the other day it happened to a, a rapper. He had to like leave the stage because he had, listen, can we just normalize sometimes oh, nature I, I, calls? Like, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah.
1: This is the real world, man. Real things happen. Yeah. I mean, again, NFL, the best reality TV there is. Uh, let, Justin, going back to it real quick, um, he's got to, to follow up on that trade over here before we move on with Neighborhood News. Um, without Taylor, he's got Antonio Gibson, Mike Boone, and Michael Carter. Which one does he start? Who's Washington playing this week? Because I would probably Tennessee. lean I would Gibson.
2: Yeah, Tennessee has a weak defense.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I'd probably lean Gibson because Carter's splitting carries, and Mike Boone is going to split carries with Gordon, and you know yeah. Gordon's going to get the bulk of them, right? So. Yeah. I would go with, the, you know, he and, makes those
0: and Denver also picked up Latavius Murray. That's a sneaky pickup.
1: Yeah, that's a good pickup, by the way, because, yeah. I mean, he was looking good for you guys last week. Right?
0: I was I was shocked when I heard that we didn't like officially put him up off of the practice squad. Yeah, man. Like, I was like, what are you doing? Like he's he balled out for us. He and did. then like, the next day he's getting picked up by somebody else. Oh
1: i am telling you, yo, he look like a bull. I don't understand why they did that, but it's yeah. very interesting. I don't know. Maybe there's a conspiracy out there. I don't know. There could be another conspiracy looming, guys. There could be one. Is Ooh. Cooper Rush going to be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys going forward? Oh, my goodness. Well, he We're will. Going forward. No, he will for the Rams. <laughs> and then they got another tough game after that. I forget who they play. Um, oh, I shoot, think for, had this might be Philadelphia after that. Thank you. It is Philadelphia, exactly. So maybe you stick Cooper Rush in there, Nikki, for the next two games, and they'll lose one of them most likely, and that's more easy to put Dak Prescott in without any fans getting split up. I don't know. Because you got to think there are some fans out there right now who are thinking Cooper Rush is our guy. Look, we're winning. Let's not screw anything up. I guarantee it. I'm
2: sure there are, but this is why, you know, (laughs) teams don't listen to fans. Like, because (laughs) Cooper Rush is your backup. Um, listen, I'm not a, like the fan of me would be like, yeah, rush Dak back. But to be objective, like, no, Dak is your quarterback and Cooper Rush is holding the fort down just fine. So don't rush him back. Like, wait till he's ready because you want him later in the season for that playoff push. So You can get bounced in the first round.
1: <laughs> uh, well put right there. Yes. yes, which they most likely will get massive if they do make the playoffs. And right now, D, they look a lot better than what any of us thought. And if that week one beat down that Tampa put on them, we're like, yep this is what the Dallas Cowboys are gonna be, but not no man. Their defense is playing lights out, led by Micah Parsons. And you have to give him a lot of credit because offenses account for him so much that other players are getting through.
0: Yeah, no, their defense looks awesome. And you got to give credit to Diggs as well. One of the things that we criticized Trayvon Diggs about was getting beat on double moves and being too aggressive. So he's still being aggressive, but he's even better on the double moves this year, not getting beat deep and not falling for those moves. So that defense is one of the best in the league, right? You're there right up there with Tampa Bay, uh, with some of the other defenses up there, San Francisco. They're right up there with those guys. And they're doing okay. Like, that's the thing. The defense is the reason they're winning these games. That's why I need people to calm down on the whole Cooper right, Rush thing. Right. If Dak Prescott right. was the quarterback for these last few games, they would have won these games as well. <laughs> so yeah. let's not yeah. go too crazy about Cooper Rush. Dak Prescott is the much better quarterback. But one thing for Cooper Rush is he put himself into the Chase Daniel category. He's going to make a lot of money being a backup quarterback for the rest of his career because of this run. He's gonna make a, he's, <laughs> and So I'm glad for him, but he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL.
1: Well, some teams may think he may be and may want to look for a starting quarterback next year that aren't going to, is going to be scrambling around for one, and his name may come up. But I don't know. He may be working his way into uh, a small contract for, you know, maybe like two years or something like that. But all in all, I agree with you. Yes, he is the back quarterback, especially for the Cowboys, and Dak will come back, and he is a better quarterback, and that's why he got signed to all that money, and the Cowboys are like, not going to let that go to waste, not for one freaking second, so forget about it. Um, I think that Bill Belichick is proving – even more than he's like one of the best coaches that has ever lived, if not the best, even in a loss to green Bay on the road with the third string quarterback, Damien. Wow. What a performance I got to say. And look, his team is not good. Like a lot of people, like uh, other than us, you can't name three players on their team literally can Mm not on on offense. So, and what he's doing is they're one in three. I get it, but they're competitive every game. I am very impressed very much by Bill Belichick I really am
0: yeah no that was definitely a very very good coaching job they did in that game to keep that game close after Horry went out some dude named Zappy like you just, yeah. he just yeah. and we're just like okay some dude named Zappy is gonna come in and be good now he came in no one ever heard of him and he comes and played well and Green Bay Green Bay didn't play bad. It's not like Green Bay played down to the competition. It wasn't a game where you're like, okay, Green Bay took them lightly or Green Bay didn't play well, so they stayed in it. No, right. New England played up to the competition, and you have to give all the credit in the world to their coaching staff for that. Uh, even the Matt Patricians of the world, I hate to say it, but you have to give everybody on that coaching staff a little bit of credit for them
1: staying in that game. I guess so. Yeah, Nikki. I mean, you're impressed with, again, one in three, I understand, but being competitive the way they are with a third-string quarterback and right now, I'm really impressed by Belichick. I mean, he's look, it's not going to end well for him the way things are going, but I'm going to remember what, the, you know, the great things that he's done and the great things that he's doing with less amount of talent.
2: Well, but that's kind of always been the case aside from like, you know, when they had Randy Moss and stuff, you know, and, you know, they've had like these standout players, but. Um, there's been years where they're just taking no names, you know. At the time, guys, we had no idea and turning them into like superstars. Or you just think back to like Sony Michelle going off for like two, three games and and then like does nothing. Like that, they do that though. He he takes these no name guys and makes them productive.
1: That's a very good point. He really does. That has been his mo for a really long time. No doubt about it. All right, cool. All right, we're gonna get to our weekly picks over here in just He's
2: a minute.
1: We're going to go over the little gutsy call of the week right now. Damien. you're not going to like this, but it was the Vikings' fake punt against the Saints in which they converted to help them score more points to win that game in London, which came down to a field goal. D, I know it's a heartbreaker, the double clunker, 60-yarder from Will Lutzman, but you got to give at least your team credit in the sense that they were playing with second stringers and went all the way down to the end.
0: Yeah, no, we, we definitely stayed in it. And that's something that you have to point to, again, the coaching staff. When you're out, you know, you're starting quarterback, you're starting running back, your best wide receiver all out, and you're able to stay in this game. And there were definitely some calls that went against us that hurt us as well. I text you guys during the game. I don't know if the Vikings' colors are purple and gold or black and white (laughs) because there was a drive where they went up up 25 to 22 at the time, and there were two phantom calls that kept that drive alive. Not only kept it alive, but put them on the one-yard line to score. And – Eventually, that end up you know hurting us. Now, of course, we could have did things differently. Andy Dalton fumbling inside our own twenty definitely doesn't help. Just giving away points, uh, but Minnesota definitely did what they had to do to win. Justin Jefferson looked like himself again against a very good corner in Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, so you have to give Minnesota credit for that. And that that fake punt was definitely a good call. And I felt it coming. That was the bad part. I felt it coming. I was oh, like, geez. hopefully they hopefully they already in the house watch out for the fake. And then it came, but it was the way they did it. It was very hard to tell the way the, the gunner went down as if he was going to gun down for the punt and then turned out for a route. It wasn't obvious the way they set it up. It was a very well-executed fake punt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't the greatest throw in the world, but it ended up getting done and ended up getting yeah. done. All right. So that's the gutsy call. Nicky, let's get to the putsy. Call. There is sick man <laughs> All right. Our putsy call of the week over here, Nikki, is to me, I think this was a putsy call. Maybe you disagree, but I think that John Harbaugh going for it on fourth and goal when it was tied 2020 with just a little bit over four minutes left in the game. They did not convert. Not only did they not convert, but Lamar Jackson throws an interception. So the Bills now bring it out to the 20 yard line as opposed to maybe the two yard line. If the play had just gone dead, I thought it was a bad idea. I thought you take the points, go up 2320, put the pressure on the Bills. Um, look, worst things comes to worse. You know, they, they kick a field goal, but if they do score a touchdown, hopefully there's enough time. Because, again, like I said, there's still four minutes and change on the clock. It's not like it's going to be a two-minute drill type of thing. I don't know. So, I thought it was a putsy call. I didn't like it. And you could say hindsight is 20-20, Nikki, but I didn't like it to begin with.
2: No, neither did I. I don't think a lot of us did, right? You take the points in that situation. So. I think so. You know, and to me, that's not one of those calls where i like, oh, well, if it worked out, you're a genius. No, no, no. That's like Brian Dable going for two and that, you know, it just like we need to make smart calls. So I don't think that was a smart call. But, Jay, you left out the biggest piece of news. What's that? Uh, Antonio Brown in Dubai.
1: Oh, yeah. I about that? <laughs> Did you guys see that? He's something else, this guy, huh?
2: He needs. Oh, my like, God somehow did you guys see the unedited
1: i did unedited? i did not see
2: that
0: well i did not i did not search for the unedited <laughs> version no,
2: somebody put it on twitter and you know there it was i watched
0: it again yeah it was it was definitely crazy seeing antonio brown definitely needs some help there's something going on and yeah. some people have said that he's never been right since that hit from perfect years back in that playoff game uh, uh. Which if you remember it was a brutal hit like helmet to helmet like perfect honestly should have been like put out the lead for that like when you go back and watch it like he intentionally went that. to hurt him and he hasn't been right since now of course antonio brown is a character among himself so i'm not gonna blame just the, the hits he's taken like it's also him but some of the stuff he's doing you're like man and i wonder if he didn't take some of these hits would he be doing this stuff you know
1: Look, I hope that's not the case because that would be really scary if a hit could do something like that to you and rewire your brain into a way that you know yeah. you're really not able to think straight and maybe develop some sort of mental disease. And I'm certainly not trying to be funny about that. But yeah. if not, if he is really right in the head, he's wrong, man. Because so, the stuff that comes out of his mouth too is just wow, it's really unbelievable.
0: I must say, then he posted a picture of him and Giselle hugging after winning the Super Bowl. Yeah.
2: Yes, why are uh, you that? He's shady, man. Oh, he's coming
1: after yeah, Brady. Yeah. Brady. was like the only guy who ever stuck up for him. Now he's coming exactly. after Brady. He's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, he's the only guy who even gave a shit about you. We let you sleep over his house, for God's sake. I mean, weird yeah. stuff, man. Now he's thinking like, shit, I should have let him sleep over. And now he's talking to my wife in a picture point. And I'm just that's And speaking to them, they, divorce lawyers? Whoa. I mean, we're not doing that on this show, but damn. Okay. <laughs> damn. Sure. That that now we know why he's playing football again. Okay. That's the reason. That's why he didn't retire. What up, Tom? What up? That's also
0: the reason why no matter how big we get, I never want to be that big of a celebrity, right? To where no matter what I do, people are going to find out in some way or fashion what I'm doing and what we're up to and what's going on. And because I'm pretty sure they didn't want this out. So somebody's digging around, somebody's followed them to the lawyer's office or whatever it may be to find this out because Tom Brady's reached that level of celebrity where It's different. It's that Beyonce, Jay-Z, LeBron, where you can't really do anything without people noticing what you're doing. I couldn't live like that.
2: And I
1: blame people for that because people need to get a freaking life and
2: stop living (laughs) (laughs) vicariously.
1: Nikki, you're a normal person. You like reality shows. That's okay. But you're not like some crazy woman, some crazy fan who's going to do insane things and not allow a person to live their life. Let these people just Live, man. Leave them alone.
2: Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't like it either. I would be the worst celebrity. Like, I would literally punch probably paparazzi camera <laughs> in somebody's <laughs> face. Like, I know I'd go off on people. Like, I'd be visiting so Nikki in jail. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I know I'd be a horrible celebrity. And, like, believe yeah. it or not, I am pretty private. You know, I know we all come on here and like share funny stories and stuff, but I would hate for people to be all up in my like private business.
1: Never. Yeah. Just think about walking out of your house and you got 20 people outside. No. Oh, to- my
2: God. I would be. F bomb
1: in this stack at the out of my wet leg. Now that <laughs> you know what the the bad thing is, though, or the
0: funny thing is, Nikki would hate it so much it'll be funny. So people yeah. would continue to do it because they would love to see her rant and rave and get and get angry at the paparazzi and all this stuff. So yeah, it will be a bit at, at some point. they will be like, "Leave Nikki alone," but it's so hilarious you'll <laughs> <laughs> see her go off on people.
1: The reality show that Nikki wouldn't get paid for because just putting her on the on the news alone is going to pay for her. Yeah. unbelievable. Unreal. Wow. Nikki, you are something else. That is special. That is special. Uh, Well, we got some other stuff to do over here. We're going to pick the games over here in a couple of minutes. But um, we do have some bragging rights and crow bites, my friend. D, you Uh want to kick it off over here?
0: Yes. So if you're not familiar, bragging rights and crow bites is where we get to brag about something that we've gotten right either the week before or throughout the season. But we also get to eat crow on something we've gotten wrong either throughout the season or the previous week. I'll go ahead and start on a positive note today so I'll go with my bragging rights to start it off and I have two for you. now of course the first one you guys know what I'm about to brag about. this is probably my second my second best call I've made on this show Philadelphia Eagles last undefeated team. and yes, yes. I not only said it on here. Well I said it on my podcast. I snipped it from my podcast, put it on social media. I was like, guys, make this bet plus 1100. Philadelphia Eagles will be the last undefeated team It has come to fruition. So this is going to be right up there with Josh Allen's Quantum Leap as one of the predictions I brag about for a very, very long time, for sure. (laughs) So second thing I got to brag about in our third and three podcast league, I gave Nikki a big old whooping in that league. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I beat Nikki before. So I, I was like, oh, man, this is. Amazing. I'm beating Nicky <laughs> in <with> fantasy football. <laughs> so I was like, I got to brag about this because I don't know if it's going to happen again. I think we're playing each they other won't. in the real deal league this week. So we got to, yeah. we got to. So hopefully it doesn't come back to bite me, but I had to go ahead and get those bragging rights out. Whoop Nicky in fantasy. Got the bet on the Philadelphia Eagles. Good week right here. That's
2: a great heat for you. It's oh, a uh, heat four. Yeah. Going down in the history books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Nicky, what are you bragging about this week?
2: Um, so last week, told you guys, nailed it. Giants win, Giants cover, take the under. Nailed that. Hope you all listened. I am four and oh when it comes to picking the Giants against the spread. So hopefully, Ooh. I keep that going. Also, I told you Detroit was going to backdoor cover. So hopefully, you guys <laughs> bet on that too.
0: They are definitely known for the backdoor cover for yes. sure. So, nah, that was definitely two great things to brag about right there. What about you, Jay?
1: Uh, what about me? Well, I did tell you that Kenny Pickett was going to start week five, and bada-bing, bada-boom, he's starting week five. There it is. End of story. So, the Kenny Pickett era begins, and we'll finally begin to say Picket to Pickens, and it'll be a whole lot of fun all <laughs> the live long day. I also told you to take the Titans to get the straight-up victory over Indians. They were getting three-and-a-half points on the road. My NFC representatives, D's team, who he finished, he, who we picked finished, uh, um, what do you call it, undefeated last. And that would be the Philadelphia Eagles. They are looking pretty amazing, even spotting the Jags 14 points. They did cover. Um, so, Philly, uh, damn, man, they're looking really good right now. And I got made fun of a lot when I was like, my Super Bowl pick is Bills, Eagles. I felt, Never going to happen. What a joke, this and that. Well, okay. Those people are real quiet right now. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. What? laughs> nah, they definitely <laughs> were good. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, it's always great, it always adds a little bit of umph yeah. when oh, yeah. people are going at you about your picks and you, you're able oh, to shut them up in that way. Oh, yeah. So now let's go ahead and have you do the full circle, Jay. What are your crow bites?
1: Oh, we got to do some crow uh, eating over <laughs> here, okay. crow <want>. Oh, my God. I wasn't I ready for that. <laughs> I got sound bites. Um, yo, I was high on Denver, and mile high is mile low as hell. It is not looking good. I know they're 2-2, two and two, but it is shitty, disgusting looking, and they played Thursday night, and now they lost Javante Williams. Not good. Russell Wilson, I kept telling you, he's still like a top-seven quarterback. He does not look like it right now. I got to eat a lot of crow on that. Um, also, the Steelers. I was adamant. I told you, take the under and take the Steelers. And neither one of those things happened. That was miserable. That was such a bad call on my part. I have nothing left to say, but that was just so awful. I told you both, and I was so clear about it. I said, don't watch the game. Hopefully, you didn't watch the game because it was ugly, so I did get that part right. But everything else, I blew it, man. The Jets, with that comeback touchdown, screwed Uh everything up. That was it.
0: Yeah, no, that was a that was a crazy one. I didn't watch it, but the highlights just of Nobody seeing what started. happened in that game and Kenny oh. Pickett throwing three interceptions. Yeah, like dang.
1: Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But the yeah. error begins. That is the bragging. I told you, week five, bro. Yeah,
0: that was a sports profit special, right? Um, predicting week five for him to be the starter. So uh, you see, you see why he has the name. You see why he has the name. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nikki, what are you eating crow on this week?
2: Oh, well, I told everybody that the Tampa Bay-Kansas City game would be one point (laughs) difference and that Tampa Bay would cover. So got to eat crow on that. That game didn't go nearly as the way I thought it would. And um, I was going to wait like a week or two, but so I'll take a baby crow bite on Indy. I'm still going to give them like two weeks to turn it around. Maybe. I don't think this will be the week, but looks like I got that pretty wrong too.
1: We all did.
0: This'll yeah i feel like the, everybody who talks about the nfl got the coach wrong <laughs> like yeah. e- literally everybody because yeah. everybody had one in the afc south at least there's yeah. still time though there is time. The, the afc south if anybody can turn around and win their division the colts still have a chance in the afc south for sure sure
1: yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. now for MicroBites, is MicroBites more of an apology right oh. i remember oh. a few it was a few weeks ago uh like Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback, and I was like, I was questioning it. I was like, is he though? Maybe it's Josh Allen. Maybe it's Lamar Jackson. My fault, Patrick. I apologize. I eat crow. <laughs> you are <laughs> the best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> these <laughs> these other guys are amazing, right? You have Josh Allen. You have Justin Herbert. Lamar Jackson. They're all amazing. Like Brady, they're amazing. Patrick Mahomes is magical. Right, yes. there's a difference <laughs> in what he does compared to other quarterbacks. Like those guys are amazing, but Patrick Mahomes is magical. Come on, some of the plays he was making and the stuff that he does that's semi-special gets lost now because mm-hmm. he'll still have the throws where he's in the pocket, everything's collapsing. He finds a little bit of slither of room, side arms it, and it hits somebody right in stride, and they go like and that play gets lost because he's doing other stuff where he's running around, spinning around throwing a little lob right before he hits the line of scrimmage oh, yeah. it's, it's it's nothing man. It's, it's absolutely nothing really So I'm eating crow on even thinking somebody else could have been the best quarterback in the league
1: yeah I've been I've been trying to tell you that man I've been telling you Patrick Mahomes you know now you're back on my side there's obviously no doubt that he took like ballerina lessons when he was a kid because he <laughs> threw a weight on the sideline and freaking tossed that just like a little like Oh, just write to Clyde Everett Solaire, who, again, I should be bragging on that because I drafted him in like three of my leagues, and I got laughed at in every single league for drafting him, and he's kicking ass right now. So, eh. He's not saying.
2: Pure way? Did you
1: call it pure away on the side? Pure way. Pure
2: way? Pure way. Pure,
1: pure way. Oh, I thought you didn't pronounce the T in French. I thought you didn't pronounce it. I thought pure the was way and vu and zwa. No, I am right. I taught dance for a very long time. I believe you. Oh, I believe you. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> you tell me. A wet, then it's a pure freaking wet man. It's That's a the pure it is wet. Yes, it, it not is. A pure dry, it's a pure wet.
2: That's the Actually, ballet is great for everybody.
1: What pirouetting?
2: No, ballet. Ballet oh, is ballet. a great foundation yeah? for any like functional fitness or any any sure. addition to your workout, men and women. Okay. okay. There are a lot of
0: boxers who swear by that. Like ballet right. help them with helping with their footwork. That as why right. I'm boxing run. Yeah, That's and very, it's very like true.
2: great for your core. And you're back, and it's, it's just like an all-around great over full-body workout.
1: You should open up your own studio. I guarantee you half the people on Twitter would come from all over the country. They would come right there for Nikki's <laughs> Ballet Lessons. Knowledge with Nikki. I've Nikki.
2: always wanted to have my own dance studio, so maybe. Wait, wait,
1: why is it pirouette and it's not ballet? Tell me that. <laughs>
2: Okay, i don't know i didn't invent ballet i just know how to
1: pronounce it <laughs> you just know how to pronounce the word correctly and yes, i guess
2: when ask. you teach you, can't, you know it's you can't say it wrong some uh, of the kids will be doing the wrong move
1: all right but like i'm thinking like buffet you know I, I don't know okay anyway here we go listen we did this team draft which was awesome it was a great idea d that was your idea i think right uh, yes sir yes yeah, so this is like really cool so before the year started we did a team draft we each drafted 10 teams apiece. We know there are 32 in the league, but there's only three of us. So you do the math. I'm not going to. So <laughs> we all have 10 teams and we have tallied up the scores thus far after four weeks and it just could not get any closer. Damien, right now, your teams, you got 18 points. I got 19 points and Nikki's in the league with 20 points. I mean, come on. Yes. You can make, right. make it. Up. Of course. Yes. So 20. 20-
2: 1918
1: 19, 18. And we all would have been tied if the 49ers, thank you very much, didn't fuck everything up. We all would have been tied with 19 points. That would have been hysterical. That just oh, yeah. was even more amazing. But 49ers, the Rams,
0: Yeah, I threw away my pad with all my teams on it. So I don't yeah. remember all the teams I drafted, but I know I did take the Rams with my first pick.
1: You did take the Rams were your first pick. The Bills were my first pick. Um Nikki, think trying to remember who your first pick was i can actually tell you right now i do have it right here if you want to hang on one second um it went bills rams chiefs Nikki was your first pick then we did the snake draft raiders eh. saints eh. packers yeah, for me yeah. chargers Bengals, broncos ravens colts bucks i'll just give you the end of the teams Nikki. so you got chiefs raiders broncos ravens 49ers vikings patriots giants falcons jets You got the Rams, the Saints, the Bengals, the Colts, the Eagles, which is the one that I should have took. I ended up taking the Cowboys. And you also got the Browns, Dolphins, Jags, Bears, and Commanders. I got the Bills, Packers, Chargers, Bucks, Cowboys, Titans, Cardinals, Steelers, the Lions, and Texans, (laughs) who don't have any wins. They're the only team in the whole league who don't have any wins. So I got a big zero on that one. So that kind of blows. Yeah, I would have been better off picking the freaking Jets, for God's sake, obviously. But what are you going to do? So, so right now, the, the, the Eagles are going to be my, my path to victory. <laughs> <laughs> and then I picked the Cowboys right after you picked the Eagles. And honestly, I had the Eagles hand on my list. And for some dumb reason, I picked the Cowboys. And you even said it on the show. I remember doing it. You're like, oh, I thought you were going pick to the, pick the Eagles. I'm like, I was supposed to. I don't know what <laughs> happened. Because <laughs> I had them winning the division. So obviously, I had them against over the Cowboys. Because yeah, so I,
0: I remember you was like, Nicky's not going to like this pick. I was like, oh, he's about to pick the Eagles. Yeah, and then then you picked the Cowboys. I was like, Oh, yes,
2: I went
1: on cross side first. I don't know what the hell happened, but anyway, I
2: got my Giants out of it. Which, by the way, everyone call me crazy for saying that I predicted them at nine wins. Well, they got friggin' three already. Remind you, they only won four games last year, so
1: I know they're on a roll. I mean, they're on roll. They're looking good. Hey, they won a game last week that could have been one of them type uh, trap type of games, but they didn't let it happen. The defense played well. Granted, it was against you know a pee wee league offense in Chicago, but you know whatever. Anyway, let's go over our weekly records so we can have our week five picks. This week, we're all over five hundred. I went nine and seven. I double locked. Damian, you went ten and six. Nikki, you went ten and six. and you double locked. Nikki. You triple-locked, so you oh, win. Yes! triple
2: queen.
1: Well done. Well done. Oh, well done. So, so I know far, I shouldn't have got to
0: Detroit. That's what cost me. I yeah, like I know.
1: The <laughs> freaking, the game lions, more like little cubs that they are, freaking <laughs> bastards. My Lions. God, they can score, but they just get scored on way too much, and they can't close out games. I'm they so
2: can't close now. a game out. They just they can't, can't figure it out.
1: No. They can't. Yeah. Now they got I wonder if we've team. ever seen a team like this that's first in offense and 32nd in defense. It's crazy, That's man. wild. <laughs> it
2: really
1: yeah. is. I think we have some time last week, still put up 45 points. But again, against Seattle, crazy. Yeah. So, Mickey, that is your actual first uh, win of the season in week four. Damien and I both have two wins because we tied one week. We both had uh, double locks in the same record. So there you go. But now we can get into the games. And the first game is the Thursday night football game. That would be the Colts and the Broncos. The battle of the horses is going on right there, and we just got injuries all over the place. No Javante Williams, no horse there. No Jonathan Taylor, no horse over there. Shaquille Leonard is out in this game. Uh, Randy Gregory is out in this game. It's there's a lot of a lot of players out in this one, man. This is going to be an ugly looking Thursday night football game, Nikki. What do you think is going to happen?
2: Uh, it's going to be ugly, but I'll say this. All right. So Russell Wilson, he's kind of getting going in that passing game, right? It just it's seems a little, like
1: it's, it's a little better, a little
2: bit better, better. Maybe it's taking a little bit longer than we all thought. So, um, at this point, I don't really have a ton of faith in Indy. So I'm going to go Denver 24 Indy 13. Um, I like Denver, uh, to cover three and a half. I'm actually going to lock this in. I'm going to lock oh, in. Now.
1: Really? Wow. Okay. Okay. That's a gutsy lock right there. Yeah, but
0: that's a gutsy lock right there. I might I be the know. gutsy call of the week next week. Yep. Right? Um,
2: <laughs> I'm like Brian Dable. Yeah, you know, I'm going for the win. You got to have balls.
1: Yeah. I love <laughs> like
2: it. getting hacked in our comments, doesn't you... it? What is that?
1: I don't know. what. What is yeah. that? Somebody, yeah. yeah. Somebody's trying to. Well, we won't pay attention to all that bullshit. We won't click on, won't click on your crap. Don't press send. Don't press send. Anyway, yo, I agree with her. I'm going Denver in this game, but it's not going to be fun to watch. It's going to be 17-14. I'd probably take the under in that game too, which I think is only 42 points it's off the top of my head. But, D, I agree with her. I'm going Denver as well, but I'm not locking it. Yes, you can make this one a try, try, try. Try. <laughs> so, yes, I'm going
0: Denver 17-14 as well. All right, And you said it's a battle of horses, but it's a battle of ponies. at. <laughs> I
1: love
2: it. Well, you get your horses ready because we need real deal bets for the Derby next year. So get
1: your horses ready. I love it. I love it. All right, I'll
0: be on it for next year with the horse racing. But this game will be ugly. It's going to clash like that chair is clashing with the drapes in Nikki's room right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's going to be ugly out there. This is like I'm looking at it, and I'm like, who? Like I said, they went all in on like the Alamo design at this hotel.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't be able to sleep tonight. That craziness over there. I mean, it's
2: crazy, what? right? I mean, it's not. You know, Westons are nice. I just the decor is uh, not great. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. Well, hey, you're in San Antonio now. We're going over you to know, fish, chips, cup of tea, bad food, worse weather. Merry fucking Poppins, London. All right, so let's go to the London game. Let's oh, do it. Let's... Cheerio, <laughs> Nikki. That's where your Giants are this week. The Giants versus Green Bay Packers. This is a yeah. tough one to pick for you, Nikki. This is, uh, I mean, your Giants are three and one, the Packers are three and one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're gonna get some luck in London? You're gonna find a four leaf clover or some shit on your way
2: over? That would be Ireland, right? I know, that's
1: why I said on your way over.
2: <laughs> on my on way, way over. Way over.
0: <laughs> making a, a route, you taking the scenic yeah, route.
2: Yeah, we're just gonna go <laughs> around, we're gonna go over Greenland. Go a Iceland. little
1: north first. Yeah. 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 That's all. Uh, 10 hours out of your way.
2: <laughs> you know. This is um this would be tough, but uh seeing as in how we uh don't have quarterbacks or wide receivers, it's not that tough of a pick for me. (laughs) Um I oh my gosh. Uh yeah, I think Saquon will have a big game. Uh, I think it's gonna be a run-heavy game. Um Mm -hmm. but I do think Green Bay is gonna win. I have it 31-17, and I think they cover the eight pretty easily.
1: Okay, okay, there you go. Um yeah. What do you think, D? Uh, you know, Green Bay's technically the home team, but that really doesn't mean much of anything at all.
0: No, it, it doesn't. But it depends on if their crowd comes over there. Like I did see for the, the Saints and Vikings game, the Saints fans actually did come out and have a good showing for, as far as the fans. Uh, and pack, I got picture of of fans making that trip for sure. But in New York fans, because it's, it's a short trip from New York, you know, relatively speaking. But I'm going to go Green Bay in this one. I agree. I think they covered an 8.5 as well. I'm going 28-17 to 17, Green Bay.
1: All right, 28-17 Green Bay. And I guess we can call that a try, try, try effective. Green Bay is going to win this one 31-24. Giants may get some points somehow, someway, even though Daniel Jones has got a messed up angle. But I have to lock this game in. I got to lock it in, Nikki. I'm sorry. But I think that Green Bay is just a better team. And like you said, your team, unfortunately, is really banged up right now. Uh, let's go to uh, kind of banged up defense, but uh, some guys are kind of stepping in like this high tower cat for the Steelers over here without T.J. Watt. And, and they his first start against the Buffalo Bills. Damian. Mm, what's going to happen here in Buffalo?
0: Uh, I got Buffalo 30 to 13 <laughs> in this one. I think it's going to be ugly from Good the get go. Uh, locking it in. Clink, clink buffalo's gonna win this one uh yeah. i wouldn't bet on it but i do think they covered a minus 14 but that's a lot of points so i wouldn't bet on it
1: yeah. 14 points is a ton of points my gosh yeah. right like nikki as i'm telling you last week remember we're going over the green bay game 10 points like shit that's a lot of points and look look what happened they win by a field goal so mm-hmm. you know, i wouldn't lay that point i wouldn't lay those amount of points um I probably look at the over-under maybe a little bit. Then again, I wonder how much the Steelers can score. I agree with him, Nikki. I'm going Buffalo, and I'm locking that in, too. That's my second one. Uh,
2: Yeah, I am locking in Buffalo. I have it 31-19.
1: All right, 31-19. All right, and I got it uh, 24-14. I think maybe just a little bit lower scoring for whatever reason, but 24-14. How about the Chargers and Browns? Maybe I'll take this one. Oof, this is kind of an interesting game over here. Miles Garrett has been practicing, so he's coming back. That's huge for the char- uh, for, for the Browns. Um, what sucks for the Chargers is now they lost Joey Bosa for like three months. They've been having a lot of injury problems. They're very poorly coached, as we've talked about a million times on this show. Um, Cleveland, again, just in the offensive and defensive side of the ball on the line of scrimmage, that's where I look at the game a lot. I know it's going to be tough, and I know that Herbert's going to get his, but Cleveland also has a good secondary. I did a lot of analyzing on this game, but what it really came down to for me is that running game that Cleveland can kill the clock with and really kill that defense with because they still haven't figured out how to defend the run as Damian Pierce is still running that rookie from from Houston last week on that touchdown. So I got to go with Cleveland, Damian, 30 to 27. Mm. I'm not mad at that pick. They are at home too, (laughs) I like. They are at home.
0: I'm not mad at that pick. But I do think the Chargers kind of got back into the rhythm against Houston. And I think they'll be able to do the same against Cleveland. I'm going Chargers 28, Cleveland 20. But I do think it's a very good game. And I'm not thinking anybody's crazy for picking the Browns.
1: No, I mean, it's it's not a crazy pick to pick the Browns at all. At least I don't think so. But, I mean, the Chargers, um, I got to look at that. I got to check out that line. Maybe they are favorite. And, you know, they don't have to begin for this game. I don't know when he's coming back. He's sitting on my fantasy team, Nikki. I need him to come back. But this one's a tough. Oh, did we did we get Nikki on a freeze action? Nikki, with me?
2: Yeah, no, I couldn't hear you. What'd you say?
1: Okay, no, I was asking what your pick is on this screen. Oh, oh, and- oh, oh, yeah,
2: no, I couldn't hear you. Um, I know this feels like a trap game to me. I Feel like it just has has trap game for the Chargers written all over it. Here's the difference <laughs> for me. The Browns defense cannot do anything with Miles Garrett. And I know the Chargers are missing Joey Bosa, but they can still be productive. So I am going to go the Chargers, but I could easily see this being uh, a Cleveland win. But I'll go 24-20 Chargers.
1: All right. So I'm going Lone Ranger on Cleveland over here. That's the first one of the day. I'm sure there will be more as we move to our next game. And that would be those lonely 0 and one Houston Texans who now go to Jacksonville who are now a formidable team people thought they were actually going to beat the Eagles when they were up 14 nothing but they still look pretty good even though Trevor Lawrence had a whole bunch of turnovers in that game I don't really see that happening this time Damian I'm gonna go Jacksonville 30 to 20 I think they take care of Houston pretty easily
0: man it's like you read my notes today I got Jacksonville 30 to 20 as well (laughs) (laughs) in this one Uh, it's yeah, Houston's defense, I think we saw against the Chargers when they play against a decent offense. They're not quite there yet. They have improved, but they looked way better in those first three weeks going to get some weak offenses.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I. don't like the way that Houston looks right now at all, even though I do like their rookie running back, Nicky, and Brandon Cooks gets a nice catch here and there, but that's about all I'm seeing.
2: Well, you could make this a trifecta, but on the score as well, because I also had it thirty to twenty. So get
1: out of here! Yeah, wow.
2: something's going to happen in this game. Everybody, beware! Like if this yeah. game turns
1: out thirty to twenty, we may have to retire right there as full time profits. That that would be um, yes. I know That's how you crazy. could bet the exact score.
0: I'm putting that. I'm going to do that bet now for the exact score to, of, of thirty to twenty. Yeah, how
1: could you not? That's yeah. the first time that has happened. Like, that's amazing. It is. We all have the yeah. same exact score with the same team winning, and we did not talk about it at all, obviously. That's nope. um, wow. That's unbelievable. I am very impressed right now. Shocked even, I must say. Okay, <laughs> let's hit up the NFC North. The Bears and the Vikings. Oh, I don't know. What do you think, Nikki? Bears, Vikings. Do the Bears have a chance in this one against Minnesota, who's 3-1, and one, and the Bears somehow are 2 <laughs>
2: Um, no.
1: Nope.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't. Uh, now listen, like when they played the Giants last week, I know they the first half they were kind of making Justin Fields look a little like Lamar Jackson-ish, uh, but he is not Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah, I just think Minnesota. I, I mean, the Bears defense, like they don't have the personnel to defend, like, you know, Jefferson or anything like that. So I, I just can't see it. Um, I'm going to go Minnesota 24, Chicago 16, and I will lock that in as
1: okay. well all right locking in an nfc north game i have no problem with that d because i'm gonna do the same thing i got a 24 13 minnesota i'm locking it in i would be shocked if chicago actually won this game i really would be i don't think that they can go toe to toe minnesota's defense playing a little bit better even with guys like daniel hunter um yeah that's my third lock i'll take it already so we're both on minnesota theme.
0: that's crazy i know it's too bright to see what i'm actually wrote down. But mm-hmm. I have Minnesota 24 to 13.
1: It's wow, nuts. this is crazy. <laughs> That's pretty nuts, man. That's yeah. really crazy. Oh my God. Did you lock them in too? Wow. I didn't lock, I didn't lock them okay. in. All right, George. I'll say my two locks. We can take a little breath over here, but I can't wait to find out what the rest of your scores are, man. This is funny.
2: <laughs> Weird <laughs> synergy going on.
1: Yeah, there's something happening yeah. over here. Week five is alive, man. It really is. It's, it, it's, it's happening on third and three right now. Okay, damn. All right, let's go to our next contest. This one is just strange. I don't remember the last time Detroit played the Patriots. I feel like it was probably like 35 years ago, but mm-hmm. nevertheless – the Lions do go to Foxborough to take on New England. New England may be with their third-string quarterback. I'm not exactly sure if Matt Jones is going to play, but you can expect a whole lot of running, nevertheless, from Bill Belichick and a lot of really good defense. Do the Lions have enough Nikki, without DeAndre Swift and Amos Brown, St. Brown, who I don't think is going to play either because he didn't practice today?
2: Uh, no, because the Lions' defense just can't stop anything. And I feel like this is, look, revenge game for Matt Patricia, right?
1: No, right. he wants to go
2: in there and, like, win this game. So I have New England, what do I have, 30, Detroit 20.
1: All right, so you got New England putting them on right there. All right, 30. what do you
0: thinking? Because it is a revenge game for Matt Patricia, that's why I'm going with Detroit. Because, <laughs> oh <I'm> just... <laughs> <That's>
2: <laughs> because I feel
0: like Matt Patricia is going to mess us up in some type of way. So give me Detroit 28 to 24.
1: That's beautiful. Oh, I really do hope they win. All right, so we do disagree, but we're so close on the score. I got a 27-24, but I got New England taking this one. I do have New England win this game because I think that between Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, they're going to just run it right down their throats, and this game may be over in two hours and 20 minutes. But it's football. Anything can happen. We'll see. We'll see. Damian, let's go to your team, bro. The Seahawks come into town after putting up 48 points on those lines we just talked about. I highly doubt they're going to do the same thing to your Saints defense, who have got it going on. No question, it's the offense we got to worry about.
2: Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, that's the worry. Can our offense score enough? Our defense definitely play well. Like Our offense kept putting our defense in bad positions last week against Minnesota. I think we'll do okay this week so this is going to be my my last hope and then after that if we lose to seattle i gotta just switch around and turn to the angry saints fan after that so but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna go saints 28 to 24 in this one and it's like i said it's my last ditch hope you guys haven't seen angry saints fan damien because we've been good last couple years since we've been doing this show yeah it might have to it might have to come out Oh, I
2: him. hope so. I hope so. <laughs> We've seen angry 49ers fan. We've seen angry Giants fan. We need to see angry. <laughs> fans fan.
1: We're rooting for him because we want to see his anger. We don't know that Damien actually can get, get ever seen any anger in like an inch of it come out. He's never even like frowned or anything like that. I know. I <laughs> know.
2: It's amazing.
1: This person that i really unbelievable. Oh, gosh. Anyway, um, all right, Nikki, what do you think in this one? New Orleans, are they going to find enough offense to beat Seattle? Or did, you know, is Geno Smith, like, really got it going on?
2: Yeah, no, uh, I'm going to roll the Saints on this one. I, this is a great game for Chris Olave to shine, I feel like. So it's a good matchup for him, yeah. maybe good game for him to shine. I have it, Saints 27, Seattle 24. But I like Seattle on the five and a half.
1: Makes okay. Sense. Okay. So throwing that little, uh, throwing that little tidbit in there. I mean, listen, no, probably no Winston, probably no Kamara, probably no Thomas with a foot K- injury. Kamara's
0: playing. is said Kamara's. Gonna is he going
1: to play. play? Oh, he is going to play. Okay, he's got yeah. he's got rib injuries, so we'll see how he yeah. takes it. But that, that's definitely a bonus. Um, but I do like the Saints to win the game because of their defense. Um, I think they'll shut him out pretty well. I think they'll get a bunch of sacks, maybe you know, cause of a, uh, a few turnovers. We'll see who's that quarterback. I mean, look, Dalton did a pretty good job. They put up twenty-five points against Minnesota in Tottenham, or wherever the fuck they played last week. Anyway, I'll go, I'm with you guys. I'll go with the Saints, but I got it thirteen to ten. So I don't think it's going to be a really whoa. high score. Ooh,
2: thirteen to ten. Ooh.
1: Thirteen to ten. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be one of them type of games, but I think these team does come out on top. I'm praying for you, bro. I'm praying <laughs> for you. All right, the Dolphins, are they going to be tourless? I don't know, but does it matter against the Jets? Well, the Jets are 2-2 two and two right now. They've been playing okay. They have two comeback wins against two NFC North teams, the Browns and the Steelers. Now they have an AFC East matchup. Miami does come to town. It's always weird when they do play. Now, I look at Miami, and again, I just say they have the better team. They have the more complete team, and I even saw that on Thursday night. But when Tua went out, it was kind of all over. Maybe Cincinnati would have won the game anyway. Maybe not. But when I look at the two teams, I got to think that Miami is a better overall team and should win this game. However, I think it'll be close. Nikki, I got Miami winning twenty three to twenty.
2: Um. Yeah. No. I have Miami winning too. I really just think that it's going to come down to Miami's defense is going to get to Wilson more than the Jets' defense will get to whoever's playing at quarterback for them. Uh, so Miami twenty seven, Jets seventeen.
1: Okay, so another close one. Yeah, I believe there. they did um I believe they did roll out
0: Tua for this week. Um, but that's one of a quick tangent. That's one of the reasons I think that it was also egregious that they put Tua in danger because the drop off from Tua
1: is like
0: the Chargers when the Chargers put Herbert out there where everybody was critical, but the drop-off from Justin Herbert to Chase Daniel is massive. From Tua to Bridgewater, right. it's not that big of a drop off. So it adds right. even extra to Already we already know it's outrageous to put them out there with the, the you know the risk of hair trauma, but then you think about it from a just a football standpoint. It's like honestly, it's not that big of a drop-off. So I think Miami wins this game 28 to 17.
1: Okay, all right. So try, 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 factor on Miami over there. We're all on the Dolphins. Okay, that'll make Jim Carrey very happy. Let's go to the Falcons and Bucks, Damien's division, two teams that he absolutely loathes. So we'll let him start <laughs> out with it. Atlanta goes to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay trying to get their shit together. Do they get it together this week?
0: Yeah, they win, but I do like Atlanta plus nine. Um, so I'm going Tampa Bay 20
1: to 13. All right, Nikki, what do you think?
2: I think Tampa is due for one of those, like, we're just going to – clobber you and keep going and smother you in points and beat somebody up. And unfortunately, I think it's the Falcons this week. I cannot believe the Falcons cannot get like Kyle Pitts going, Drake. London. Like they cannot figure yeah. out how to use these guys. Like, and yeah. a lot of that is on the quarterback too, but it just, it blows my mind. So I have it much higher. I think it's Tampa Bay 34, Atlanta 14.
1: Okay. All right. I think I got a 33, 19 Tampa. I think they're going to crush and know that about it. They're going to crush him. They're going to command that game. But will Washington command it at home against the Titans? I highly Ooh. doubt it. I think that the Titans – you like that? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think the Titans take this one on the road pretty easily, in my opinion. But the score will be a little bit closer than what it actually is. I like Titans 26-20, Damian.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm with you there on Tennessee. I'm going Tennessee 21-17. to uh, If you guys have not seen it, you have to look up – the music video for the Washington Commanders. I don't think it's their their official song, but but somebody made a song for them, which is so hilarious. Oh, I think it's called, We Are the, we are the Commanders. Oh, oh hilarious. Just yeah. Great and unintentional comedy from it, for sure. That's a snap all. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Oh, Nikki, you riding with us on Tennessee? You think that Washington takes one at home for a change?
2: Yeah, I'm going to Lone Ranger this. Uh, I Woo. think the Commanders take this one. We're four oh. weeks in. Both teams are kind of unpredictable. Tennessee does not have a great defense, and something that Carson Wentz can do is take advantage of a weak defense. I think Terry McLaurin's in for a big game. Uh, I think Thomas is in for a big game. So I have Commanders. Wait, what do I have? I just lost my place. Oh, Commanders, 30, Tennessee, 27. All right.
1: How about that? All right. Lone Ranger, the shit out of it. Way to go. 49ers versus Panthers. Carolina, they're already booing Baker Mayfield. They want him out of town. Who's going to come in? That's Sam – Corral kid, what? Matt Corral, whatever the fuck his name is. You might come I think the 49ers got this game. Um, if I had another lock, I would do it. The 49ers looked really good. Hopefully they can do that for a second week and not play down to their competition. 23 to 20, Nikki, I got the Niners.
2: Got the Niners, 27-14. I like the Niners to cover that five, too.
1: All right. I like it. A little extra tidbit. Uh, we got to try, 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 D?
0: Yes, sir. I'm going with San Francisco, 24 to 14.
1: OK, so we all like him pretty good in that one. Now we're going to go to a couple of birds over here. We got Eagles and Cardinals. The game's in Arizona right in Damien's backyard. What happens, Ding?
0: Let clink, lock this in. <laughs> Philadelphia <laughs> destroys <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals. All right. I'm going 28 to 10, but it's not going to be that close as far as the game itself. But they'll take the foot off the gas. 28 to yeah, 10. We-
1: Eagles. We know how low you are in Arizona. Know that about it. So <laughs> definitely I get it. And uh, I'm with you over there. I think Philly beats them up pretty good. 32-21, Nikki. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I got Philly 30, Arizona 22.
1: All right, so we're all the only one locking this in. I'm surprised. Uh, maybe yeah, I
2: always lock the easy ones. This week I was like, <laughs> oh, let me try something different.
1: Okay. Okay. I dig it. I dig <laughs>
2: it. I'm liking
1: it. I'm liking it. All right, we got the Cowboys and the Rams right now. This is a really interesting game to pick. Really interesting yeah. game to pick. Um, the Cowboys are playing better football right now. I know Cooper Rush is going to be in there, and they're not running particularly well, unless they give it to Tony Pollard. I like that a lot. But CeeDee Lamb's got a good connection going on right now, even Noah Brown. Um, The Rams just can't figure it out, and they're prone to turning over the football, and this Dallas defense is playing really well. I'm going with Dallas on the road over here, Damien. I think the Cowboys Mm -hmm. sneak out a victory against the defending champions 20-17. to Give me Dallas. I'm not mad at that pick. I
0: went back and forth on this one. I decided to go with the Rams just because I believe this is the game where the Cowboys are going to miss Dak Prescott. Uh, This is a game where their defense is going to give up just enough. Like you mentioned, the offense for the Rams does not look like the Super Bowl offense yet. And maybe it's because they don't have Odell Beckham Jr. I think they are missing that explosive wide receiver to open up the lanes for Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, of course, is still doing his thing, but it's much harder now because it seems like it's all Cooper Cup and no one else. Uh, So I think it's going to be close because of that. But I do have the Rams winning 20 to 17. Same score, but just opposite team. Love it. Man, the minds are
1: right there. All right, Nikki, close it out. What do you think? Break the tie.
2: Uh yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams on this one. Rams 20, Cowboys 17. I think that the Cowboys get some penalties and they shoot themselves in the foot like mm. they normally do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, back to the AFC North. We go where the Bengals have won their last two games and the Ravens are two and two, two and two matchups over here. Sunday night football action. Lamar Jackson, action Jackson. I expect for him to shine, man. It's going to be a high scoring game. Cincinnati whipped their ass a couple of times last year. I think Baltimore is really pissed off about it. He's going to game plan well. They'll win it, but it's going to be high scoring 36 31, Nikki Baltimore.
2: This was the last game. I thought about this one for much longer <laughs> than I should have. Like, this is my do not touch, do not attempt to bet. Like, don't, don't, just stay away from this one. Um, I just think Cincinnati's like, their offense is heating up at, at like, a good time. And that uh, Ravens' defense, uh, I just – I don't really trust it right now. I'm going to go Cincinnati 27, Baltimore 24. Okay, mm.
1: Cincinnati coming out on top. What do you think, I uh, Remember last year
0: when Baltimore's defense started to have issues and then he ran into Jamar Chase and he got, like, 200 yards? I feel like we're in yeah. store for another huge Jamar Chase game. He hasn't had one of those big, explosive, crazy games yet. We're mm-hmm. due for that. So I'm going Cincinnati
1: 30, Baltimore 27. All right. Baltimore losing at home. Okay. Very interesting. I'm surprised by that one. But who knows? Let's see. Cincinnati again beat them up twice last year. Monday night football, last one. AFC West battle. The Raiders. They finally got on the win column last week. Uh let's see if they can do it again against the Chiefs. I highly doubt it. Kansas City is playing some really good football. If you don't know, ask everybody on Tampa Bay. 35-27, <laughs> Kansas City, Nikki. What do you think?
2: Uh, Kansas City, 38. Raiders,
1: 27. All right. Got a good one over here. Damien, you going to try, try, try it out? Or are you going to go with the Raiders over here in some uh, little – because they do play the Chiefs pretty well. So,
0: Yeah, no, divisional matchup is a tough one, but I'm going to take a page out of Nikki's book and lock up a tough one. Give me Kansas City. Ooh,
2: lock no. it in. 31-23.
1: I'm all right with that. I ain't afraid of it. Okay. All right. The locks are in. The picks are in. Week five picks are in, but we got to get to our best bets. So let's get to that quick as we roll around the coast Mm -hmm. over here. The best bets are in. Let's get them out to you guys right now. My first one is those Cleveland Browns who I said are going to win that game. I like them a lot. They are at home. They are playing the Chargers. They're getting three and a half, three and a hook as they call it. I will take that because if they lose, it'll probably be just by a field goal, Damien. So I will go with the Browns in my first one. Getting three and a half at home. What's your first one?
0: Uh, my first one, uh like Miami minus three against the Jets. I think they cover that pretty easily against that Jets team. I just don't. I know Zach Wilson had a great drive against Pittsburgh, but <laughs> I, I don't believe in it. I don't think that's a trend. <laughs> so yeah. give me Miami minus three over the All Jets. Right.
1: So you got Miami minus three feet first. What's your first one, Mickey?
2: uh i like san francisco to cover the five
1: that's right you did say that love it okay moving it along uh-uh. all right so until we get jay
0: back
2: uh, jay. what's your
0: your second one nikki
2: um let's see i like the over in detroit new england i think it's 46 and a
0: half the synergy this week is nuts Really? My second one, yes, <laughs> was the over in that game.
2: Oh
0: uh, my it, god. When you look at their defenses, Detroit's giving up 35 and a yeah. half points a game. Uh, New England's giving up over 24 points per game. So this one just lends to a high scoring game. So mm-hmm. I love the over in that one. Uh, for my next one. You guys know how I feel about Arizona. Philadelphia, only five and a half point favorites. Give me Philadelphia to cover that pretty easily over Arizona.
2: Yeah. Um. And my last one, I like Denver to cover three and a half.
0: Denver to cover three and a half?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm scared of that game, just I period. Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I, I know. Yeah, I just, I'm not putting, I do my, my normal, I always do, you know, the $1 bet I told you guys about where I pick yes. all 16 games. Yes. I do that one, but as far as putting any actual money that I care about on that game, not yes. going to happen.
2: Or I would have gone, I like Jacksonville to cover the seven.
0: I do like Jacksonville to cover the seven. Mm -hmm. A lot of wide spreads this week. I feel like it's a week where they're trying to uh, let us know that, or put it in our place that, oh, these are going to be hard to pick. These are going to be games that you're going to have to really believe in the team that you're picking to win this one if you think they're going to cover the spread. Because 14, seven, you got eight and a half in the Green Bay game. Like There's a lot of wide spreads in this one. So what's one that you believe in enough to lock it in?
2: Detroit, New England.
0: Detroit, New England, the, the, over? the over. I do like that one. I like that one. We're gonna try to get Jay back here so we can get a uniform vote on the lock and get also get his other ones because maybe he'll have some ones that'll catch our attention more. So we'll try to see if we can get him in here. Uh but before you know we lock it in and you know, we just try to pass some time as we get Jay back in. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to you got to watch Justin Fields for a full game.
2: Uh-huh.
0: What are your thoughts on Justin Fields? Do you think Justin Fields may be heading towards bust town, or do you think it's more of an organizational issue?
2: I think it's more of an organizational issue. Um, I don't think that they have surrounded him with a ton of talent. Now, that's not to say, you know, you're going to – you know, take over a team and you have all this talent and, you know, I, I get that, but I think he has some, I think he needs to improve on his accuracy and his passing game, but he definitely has talent. I just, I just don't think the bears have given him enough. I don't think they utilize him in the right way. So I, I think it's a little bit of both. There's growing pains, there's things he needs to work on. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just don't love the supporting cast around him really.
0: Yeah, it's so weird because they've been around for so long. I talked about this on my podcast. And it's kind of remarkable when you think about it. They've been around for a hundred years. Yeah. They haven't had an elite quarterback, right? They've had decent ones, like Jay Cutler is probably still the best quarterback in their franchise history. So when yeah, you look at Jay that, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so crazy that a team hasn't at least gotten lucky. Like the Cowboys yeah. got lucky and stumbled on Dak Prescott. At least you get lucky, you stumbled upon the Patriots got lucky and stumbled upon Tom Brady. Sometimes you get lucky, you stumble upon at least a decent quarterback or a pretty good quarterback. They haven't had a true franchise quarterback in their history, unless you're going way beyond, way back to times before, you know, I started, you know, looking at the sport in that way or even way before I was, you know, even thought of. You got to go way back that far to think about the Bears having a good quarterback. So I don't know how to even ask this question. Like, how do you fix that as an organization? How do you find a quarterback? How do you go about... Just not having this curse anymore of having a quarterback like this.
2: It's so bad. I mean, <laughs> and you kind of can say the same thing about Cleveland, right? It's like how yeah. you have some of these organizations and it's kind of like, how long does it take for you to get it right? How have you not? I mean, Cleveland's had what? 32 quarterbacks. Like, I mean, <laughs> how have you not hit on that? You know, and same yeah. points as Chicago. How have you not really hit on it? Um, it's a shame because, like I said, I do think he's talented. I don't think he's got the right coaching staff around him. I don't think the game plan is right for him. I don't think the supporting cast is right. Um, you know, and a lot of that sometimes could be ownership, right? Um know yeah. the Giants have gone through that. You know, there's just sometimes ownership, you know, tug of war there. Um, coaching, I, you know, it all is so many factors that go into it. But, you know, I'd like to see him, you know – what if Justin Fields was in Jacksonville? I think that that would be a much better system for him.
0: Oh, and it does come down to where you're at so much, right? Because mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, even though he looked horrible against the Eagles, looks so much better now with a real head coach, real coaching staff. Yeah. Compared to how he looked last year, at Urban Meyer, right? So yeah. that's one thing that NFL fans, just sports fans, period, in all sports, have to look out when we we talk about busts and people having disappointing careers, where were they? What was the organization's situation at that time, right? Maybe if Jamarcus Russell got to do his career again and he went to the Patriots or he went somewhere else, maybe he's not known as the biggest bust in NFL history. You know, Ryan Leaf maybe. Now, some of those guys would have been bust anyway, right? Ryan Leaf was very immature. Maybe, you know, even in San Diego at the time, he wasn't – well-equipped to handle the media attention. And San Diego is not the biggest market. It's not New York, right? And right. some people are built for that. Some are not. Like Eli Manning was built for New York, right? And then because he came from the Manning family, he probably already had that experience and saw you know, his dad and saw his older brother. So it makes a big difference when you're able to see what's going on and also your organization is set up to have you succeed. So I think that's something that fans have to look at when they call a player a bust. It's like, were they really set up for the situation? Probably not. So, yeah. but so Jason, he's going to be out for the rest of this episode. So, we have to lock in a bet. So, you talked about the over on the Detroit New England game. Uh, we had a few others we agreed on. I really like Philadelphia over Arizona, mm-hmm. but it's the one that you're most confident in the over for Detroit New England.
2: Yeah, let's do an over and let's do a spread.
0: Okay. So, yeah, we'll give him a little parlay. We'll do the over on Detroit New England.
2: Mm-hmm. And what's the
0: spread that you're most confident
1: about?
2: oh my goodness i i really do like san francisco we got
1: jay back oh jay's back (laughs) i I, I can't forget about it you have no idea (laughs) (laughs) well now we're glad to have you back because we were just about
0: to talk about locking in our bet this week uh we've agreed on we'll let you see if you agree on this one we like the over on detroit versus new england i think both of those defenses have been getting up a lot of points. We all said talked about earlier how Detroit's giving up the most points in the league so far. New England's giving up over 24 a game. So I think both of those teams are lined up to have a shootout. And the over-under is set at 45 and a half. So we both like the over on that one.
1: All right. You both like – all right. That's not one I wrote down. But that's not – that's not terrible. Um, yeah. I'm worried about New England's offense. Like I said, they could be running the ball a lot. And yeah, you, but
2: Detroit can't stop anybody.
1: You like the under or The over. Yeah.
2: The over. We, like the the we both threw we like the the over down.
1: But here's what I'm saying. What if they run out a lot of clock? That's what I'm worried about.
0: So you're you worried about them having a game where their strategy is to try to make the game as short as possible?
1: That's what I'm worried about. I wonder, I'm yeah. wondering what your other picks were. My other two, real quick, I don't know if you guys like them. You guys went with the Rams, so you, you probably don't like Cowboys plus five and a half. What about tomorrow night's game under 44 and a half? you guys like that at all?
0: I do like the under on that game. I was just telling Nikki earlier, this game just scares me, period. Like, it just as far as just betting on it in any type of way, because I feel like this game goes so many different directions. I feel like because Russell Wilson did find a little bit of a rhythm in the last game, uh, and they have somebody, you know, they have a new guy taking care of the clock management. Now, I wonder if that's a a job we could apply for, like if every team is going to have a (laughs) clock management guy. I feel like they would qualify for that. So if you're looking for a, a clock guy or a team, the third and three team can come together and be your clock management team for the NFL I'm teams sure out can. there. <laughs> but, yeah. since, but since he no longer has to deal with that, it seems like he's calling better plays and he's handling the situation better. So maybe it's Denver starts to really you know turn the gears here. Uh but I do not like scared
1: of that game just period. All right. So all right, look, 45 and a half is not a ton. I mean, if we get a 27-20 game, we do win that. The other game i was all right so we're going to go let's let's go with it the only other game i was going to bring up because we all had high scores in it was the falcons bucks the over-unders 48 and a half that was the only other one i was going to bring high, up but it's a high over it is it's high, high. It is high. It is high. Yeah. i can i can picture the Bucks scoring 35 by himself like this could be like a 35 17. yeah, they, type of game.
0: yeah i don't that bucks offense is so bad. i know atlanta's defense isn't the greatest but that Bucks offense has looked so bad. They did put up some points against Kansas City, um, yeah, but that game was just kind of that game was kind of yeah that game was kind of weird though as far as just the flow of it. And I don't know if they're back into like this is what we're gonna do now because that offensive line is still in shambles. And Atlanta does have some defensive line players, you know, Grady Jarrett and those guys. So the over right, scares me on that. What one.
2: What about well Kansas City and Raiders over under fifty one. I have it over.
1: My yeah. final score does say over, oh, too. It. And it's, it is a lot. It is it is a lot. It is a lot. It's six. It's five and a half more points than the game we're talking about right now. So what do you think about that? I mean, put that into perspective. But if you guys like Detroit, New England over 45 and a half, I'll roll with you. Let's do it.
0: Okay. So we, liked, we said we were going to give them a little mini parlay. So you like that one for the over-under. What's the one that you're most confident about as far as the spread?
1: Oh, as far as the spread goes, um, I'm telling you, man, home dogs win. I, I like Cleveland plus three and a half. Look, if the Chargers win by a field goal, we still win the game. But I know you guys aren't loving that one. You both picked the Chargers. You both picked the other L.A. team, the Rams. And I like the Cowboys plus five and a half in that game.
2: Well, so, I, no. I, I like the Cowboys and the points. I said that.
1: You did say that. That's true. I, I, I don't do know. have
0: it. I have it close as well. I have the Rams winning 2017. So we all, by our picks, we do agree with that one.
1: So yeah. we could take Dallas plus five and a half.
0: Yeah, I think it's a close game. I think their defense will keep it close because the Rams' offense just hasn't been explosive at all. So We're I think they scored nine
1: points against the Niners. They scored twenty against Arizona. They're not scoring. Yeah. They're just not. Yeah. So I, I, I like Dallas to keep this cl- I, look. I think they're gonna win the fucking game. But I, at least the, you know, the five and a half. I'm with it. Let's let's put okay. that in there also.
0: So okay, so we have a spread for Dallas plus five and a half against the Rams. We have the over/under on over for Detroit and New England mm-hmm. and what do you think about Philly minus five and a half versus Arizona do we give them two spreads and one and one over under this week for
1: the parlay sure five and a would- half in Arizona right yeah when you think it'd be more almost like why is it only five and a half I don't know I, I agree I think they're gonna win by more I think my final score is like 33 21 I got one of those weird scores that Nikki hates
2: Um, (laughs) I have it 30 to 22. I'm telling you, I like San Francisco in the five.
1: I like San Fran to cover also. Yeah, I do like like San Fran Fran to cover. I really like like Frisco to cover. Uh, Carolina's going to shit the bed and then they're going to shit somebody else's bed that lives next door. Because San Francisco's defense is playing like it did against the Rams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But if San Francisco's defense is playing like it did against the Rams, against Carolina, it's gonna be a very long day for Carolina, so I do like that one for sure.
1: You guys, want to so can make
0: that like out. make that our third
1: one. So we're gonna go yeah, with let's
2: roll, roll with that.
1: How many points right, do you so, have, Nikki? How many points? Uh,
2: 27,
1: 14 No, no, no. I mean the the, the spread on the game.
2: Oh, five. But I use DraftKings, so
1: so all right. So we we'll, we we'll use the DraftKings. So we'll give them a little yeah. shout out, yeah. even though they're not paying us. It's okay. So uh, <laughs> Nikki's right, well, gonna, gonna get him over.
0: gonna get him to come over and and they're gonna get all her podcasts. They're going to get yeah. all of her podcasts that she does.
1: <laughs> Nick, you can't do it. No one can. That's the way <laughs> All right. So we got it. Ah, all right. So to recap our three locks
0: for our bets of the week, we have Dallas plus five and a half against the Rams. We have San Francisco that is minus five against Carolina. And right. then we have the over under 45 and a half going over for Detroit versus New England.
1: That's the way it's going to be. All right. We all agree. Put that parlay in
0: now. Put the parlay in now if you're watching, if you're listening later on. Put it in as soon as you hear it, all right? Because we
1: told you in the beginning of the season that it's going to take till after week four for us to really start to actually get our shit going. So now is the time. Now is the time. Just like Kenny Pickett's time is now. It's third and three time,
2: baby. It's and get it and now before some of these lines move. That's Just keep right. in mind, we are doing this on a Wednesday where the lines are at on Wednesday, not exactly. Sunday. So I know some of you listen to me on Wednesday, and then you listen to me on Sunday morning, and you're like, oh, Nikki, on Wednesday. you said," Because sometimes the line moves, and then it doesn't That's make sense.
1: Life yeah. is fluid. Things change. <laughs> it's okay. Things are going to happen, and we're going yeah. to deal with it. It's all right. No problem. All right. We Still have one more very fun thing left to do, and we oh do boy. it every week. It's fun for you. You guys, ready to do it?
2: Yes. What well, else?
1: The action draft over here, ready some freaky deaky fantasy. You want to know who won last week?
2: Not me, you
1: don't think so, huh? Well, no, I don't because
2: you... I can't remember. I remember, I had St. Brown, and I didn't know if I took CD, I had no yeah. idea what was going on. So then
1: you went to Vonta Smith. I know there's a lot of, <laughs> there was a
2: lot of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a lot of things that happened that week. It was definitely one of those. It definitely was. Like, let's get dinky. to it. Let's get, get to it. Here are the scores. Nikki, you are correct. You did not win. Unfortunately, this week, after a two-week championship run, you uh, you won the last couple of weeks. This week, you fell down on the floor a little bit. 74. I got 81, which means Damian has won his first week Yay! of Freaky Games. Yay! 49. Yay! Beat me by eight, you son of a gun that you are. You <laughs> by eight. You beat me. All right, so you got it. Well done. Job is set. I needed Cooper Cup to have a huge game. He had a really good game, but not huge enough, and I'm perfectly fine with that because my 49ers won. So life is beautiful, and things are all good again. Two and two. Back in the playoff talk. Let's have it. D, you won. You get to pick the order, my friend.
0: Okay, so uh, we're going to go Jason first, Nikki second, me third.
1: All right. See, everybody loves to go third. That's the way it is. We all love that (laughs) Come back around, snake them two picks, and you get to do it twice. We'll figure out the strategy. All right. Here we go. I get the first pick, and I am not going to waste much time over here. It is time for me to go with – I guess I am wasting time. (laughs) You are. Damn. Uh, All right. Jamar Chase torched Baltimore last year. He's going to do it again. I'm going to take Jamar Chase for my first pick.
0: Oh, that's a good one. I definitely gave that away earlier. (laughs) So that's a definitely a, a it's a swipe moment for sure on that one. Swipe
2: that.
0: <laughs> All right, Nikki, who are you taking?
2: Um. Oh my God, who should I take? I'm gonna take James Robinson.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> oh! you getting swiped again? Did I swipe oh, you again? You. I did
0: get swiped on James Robinson. I loved him against, oh man, I love him against Houston. Houston's given up, I believe, the either the most or second most rushing yards this year. So yeah, far. I think the most. Yeah,
1: you yeah. yeah, should have
0: a so, field bank. Yeah, I was like, James Robinson for sure. But now I got to go ahead and recoup on the running back. So to <laughs> Damn
2: it. This is why I wanted to go third. <laughs>
0: yeah, so I can get the back to back. But oh man, y'all definitely made me pay for that. All right. (laughs) So since I can't get James Robinson, I'm going to go with my guy that I predicted to take a quantum
2: leap, leap,
0: leap. I think Trevor Lawrence has a huge comeback week this week against them. So give me Trevor Lawrence Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and put him with Christian Kirk.
1: You wished me right there because I had Lawrence right there. So you swished me, bro. Thank you very much. <laughs> you did swish me.
2: Swipe. Right.
0: <laughs> got me. So, yeah, I get, I went with the duo of Lawrence and Christian Kirk. So I guess we're back
1: on Nikki. Yep. nikki has got Mr. Robinson.
2: Mr. Robinson. Okay. Give me – this is risky, but I think it's going to pay off this week. I'm going to take Tom Brady.
1: No, I think it's a very good pick, actually. He was on my list as well. So now I have to find a whole new quarterback to pick from. But you've given me time because you guys already took your quarterbacks. So now I'm going to wait and calmly take other players that I hope I can steal from you two. And Mm -hmm. let one of them be, um, let's see, let's see, high-scoring game, I think. I want to be careful with my picks. I'm ready to win this week. I want (laughs) to win it all. Um, Let's go right back to that game and give me Mark Andrews at tight end. That's a good pick right there. Yeah, I think we're going to get a lot of points in that game. Um, So give me Andrews and give me the 49ers defense.
0: That's a great pick. I feel like they might get three interceptions, a pick six in this one.
1: Ooh, like, sounds good to
0: me. to my ears.
1: Let's go. All right.
0: I feel good so far about okay. my team. And I haven't That's the quarterback. You know, it's, a bad, you know, it's,
1: it's a jinx, though. You know we're jinxing it because next day, Baker Mayfield's going to have the game of his life for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Oh, my God. Now when Nick is coming, leading the league in sacks, baby, let's get some more. Two more coming on Sunday for you is another prediction. Nah, that, the prophet's defense is great. Who? Where did the safety come from? They got the pick six. Where did that guy come from? <laughs> I was buffing this name all preseason. I'm like, Tua Lua, Fowlunga, Hoopalaka, Dude, Hufunga is killing it, man. This is like yeah, yeah. Troy Polamalu the second coming, dude. This guy is he great. Is. He's a, he's a
0: monster. Oh. Like to, to be that aware in that moment of such a quick pass to be right yep. there, ready for it to pick it off. I knew Stafford yep. was like, where did he come from? Like exactly. <laughs> he had to be so mad exactly. after that pick. And oh man, but that Fortnite
1: defense is awesome. Oh, they are hot right now, man. Yeah. No doubt. Mm-mm. Okay. Nikki, you're on your third pick. You got Brady and Robinson.
2: Um, I'm gonna take Terry McLaurin.
1: Okie dokes. I like it. That's a good pick. Yeah.
0: I That's like him against, against Tennessee. I like that pick.
1: Yeah, Tennessee's not playing great on defense, and they were playing really well against Indy. They were wiping them out, and then they let Indy slowly crawl back in, even without a running game. Stafford, Stafford, listen to me. I'm sorry, Matt Ryan. He's throwing for like 350 yards every game, but that goes with a pick or a fumble and maybe one touchdown. It's 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 been rough start, man.
2: Rough start.
0: No, Matt Ryan is definitely living up to. Fantasy Matt. That's what he's doing. He's giving you yeah. all the fantasy points in the world.
2: <laughs> okay. We give you a bunch of fantasy points.
0: Yeah, but unfortunately for the Colts is not living up to or coming for, to fruition for any real points yeah. for them. Uh so now it's on me for back to back.
1: Yep. You got Lawrence and Kirk. So you got uh so, you got that combo going against Houston, which is very nice.
0: I'm gonna go with Buffalo's defense against Pittsburgh. And then uh, give me Mike Pick <laughs> I feel like they're going to pick off Pickett for sure. And then uh, give me Mike Gisecki, uh for Miami going against the Jets this week.
1: Okay. All right. So Gusecki, going to get some action a over there. The, the ball's got to spread around. But, you know, if Teddy Bridgewater is playing, I can see Gusecki getting the ball more. He likes his tight end. All right, D, so you got yeah, one exactly. more pick that we'll come back to after this. But, yeah, you're a smart man. You know what you're talking about. Nicky, you get your fourth pick right now as you're stuck in the middle.
2: Mm. All right. Let me get Tyler Higby. Oh,
1: all right. He had a very nice game um, Monday night, him and Cooper Cup, but that was about it. The rest of it sucked for them. All right. My Niners. Oh, it was so nice to watch that on Monday night, I got to tell you. Okay, I got Chase Andrews and the Niners. I need a running back, and I need a quarterback. So, for running back, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see real quick. Um. Where is that game? Who the hell are they playing? I'll go with Miles Sanders Mm. Uh, against Arizona. They keep running the ball. They're doing it well. They understand. You give Miles Sanders the ball, good things happen. So I'll go with him. And I will go with Josh Allen against that defense, uh, Buffalo's defense. So I'm really happy with the way my team looks right now. Josh Allen against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Uh, He'll – He'll throw it away from Minka Fitzpatrick, and everything will be all right. So that's how I feel. All right, Nikki, you got to close it out with a defense now.
2: Um, I will take Miami's defense.
1: That's a good one. I like yeah. that. I actually picked them up off waivers this week uh, in one of my leagues. That's a good one against the Jets. Well done. All right, D. Now you close your team out with uh, a running back and uh, no running back. I'm sorry. That's it. Just yeah. running back.
0: So I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Damian Harris against Detroit.
1: Okay.
2: That's a good
1: one. Yeah, I think both those running backs are going to have big days. If you were to yeah. said Stevenson, I wouldn't even, you know, bat an eye at that one. That That's yeah. going to be interesting because that's what I think. You guys, we all remember that game where Matt Jones only threw it three times in the weather and the wind and all that crap against Buffalo. I think it's going to be just like that without the weather conditions because of the quarterback situation. They're going to run, 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 and the Lions are not going to be able to stop it. We're going to see six, seven-minute drives, maybe even longer than that, out of the Patriots chewing up clock, kicking field goals, scoring touchdowns. And I ask you, Nikki, like, you know, they even they were able to score a lot of points, but they seem now to do it in comeback fashion. Against Philadelphia, they were getting killed. They came back and scored a lot of points but lost the game. Same thing happened against Seattle last week. So the game that they did get ahead – was minnesota and they couldn't figure it out they were up by 10 in the fourth quarter and you guys like detroit this well oh, damien you picked detroit this week right i did yeah all right so let me go to you first i mean matt matt patricia was your reason why but i'm sure you have a better reason than that as to why you went to Because this is a really interesting game to me and i want to talk about it for just a minute or two before we get off air
0: no i like detroit because their offense is able to put points right and even though they couldn't finish it off against minnesota you saw the steps going forward of what they can do, and against New England's defense, who's given up over 24 points per game, I think they'll be able to pass the ball around. Uh, Jared Goff, when he's going against a defense that's not going to provide that pressure like most defenses can, New England's pass rush is okay. It's not one that's going to scare you like the San Francisco's pass rush, for example. So I think that Detroit will be able to win this game because they'll be able to outscore New England, and they'll score faster. New England might do the quick, the you know, the drawn out drives but i think that detroit will be able to score in quick fashion and that's why i'll be able to win this game by getting more points just out outscoring basically it won't be because of their defense at all
1: all right so you know damien's even saying nikki in a way that new england may not even have a chance to go ahead and do that running style if detroit comes out and they score 14 nothing real quick then you know this uh zappy wappy kid is gonna have to throw the football apparently i guess right
2: yeah i guess he's gonna have to
1: I don't know, though. That, that's a, I'm going to – that seems like a boring game. Like, who the hell wants to watch Detroit and New England, you know, especially with the quarterbacks was, that we're thinking about? But I think that's an interesting game, man. And I'm I really curious.
0: Yeah, it. the, the, whatever style they choose is interesting. This one yeah. of those things where you're like, how are they going to approach this game? I think the coaching aspect of this game is very interesting.
1: No doubt about it, without a doubt. And Detroit, man, gosh, if they can score, they can score. They just get scored on way too much, man. They got to figure this stuff out on defense. Really, I mean, Aaron Glenn. Look, I love the guy, but he may have to go. I mean, what yeah, you know, what right. more, can, what more can you do? I mean, look, I look around the league at like guys like Leslie Frazier, you know, who know their defense, and Todd Bowles, who just got you know bumped up, and so, Dan Quinn for Dallas. Got to find guys like that, you know. Maybe Dan Quinn is the answer. Give him another crack at the head coaching job or something. I, I don't know, but yeah, there are names. So they're going to look. We had ten new head coaches this year. I wouldn't be shocked to have another eight, nine, or ten next year. That's the way the NFL is. Brandon yes. Field will be one of them.
0: <laughs> like I said, I'm definitely going to be eating crow on that for forever. Picking him for Coach of the Year—it's
1: so yes. it looks so bad.
2: <laughs> yes, it is your Mike McCarthy moment.
1: Yes, <laughs> uh, we all have one. It's okay. We live on. We move on. All right. Can we, we
2: all pick like our teams. There, everybody go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: We all got. Our yeah, team. yeah, yeah. We all got a team. We'll read them off real quick, and then we'll get on out of here. Uh, D, you won this week. You got. Your boy, your quantum leap man, Trevor Lawrence, going along with Christian Kirk, Damian Harris for the New England Patriots game. We were just talking about Mike Isecki, the Dolphins and the Bills defense going against Pittsburgh. Nikki, you got Tom Brady, your lover, James Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Tyler Higby and Miami's defense against the Jets. I got Josh Allen against those Steelers. Miles Sanders, who can run muck in this game against Arizona. Jamar Chase, who beat up Baltimore last year, Mark Andrews, who beat up Cincinnati last year, and the 49ers defense. I feel really good about my team this week, got to be honest with you guys. I think y'all are going to get beat down, but <laughs> that's the way it's going to be. We'll
0: see. We'll see. And you. Remember, if you're watching, use these picks in your daily fantasy. If you're on DraftKings, yes. if you're on one of those daily fantasy sites, use these picks right here because we're giving you the yes. matchup that, that will work out for you. And I know exactly. that they have the money system, but even if, if you can't use all of them, use some of them in your
1: leagues for sure. Okay. Now that week five has come around, we said this was the week where you really want to start listening to what we're saying. Because all our records from week five on last year, guys, it was nothing but 12s and 4s and 13s and, and 3s or whatever. It was all over the place, just killing it every week. So we are ready to go. The profiteers that we are, the three profiteers, ready to rock.
2: <laughs> three profiteers. <laughs>
1: Nikki, you digging in the trenches this week or what? Are you going to have time when you're over there on the West Coast?
2: Oh, my God. We are digging in the trenches, literally. I filmed the trenches. We were live last night. Um, you know, so trenches on Tuesday at 645 live and then follow that up with New York Giants rush Wednesday here. Of course, catch me in a half hour on TSS Fantasy. Um, I'm going head-to-head with – another podcaster, um, so it's Green Bay versus Giants. I'm obviously repping the Giants. I have some guest spots coming up over the next few weeks, and, of course, Sundays at 11.30 for Channel Side Bets, except next week we're going to be at 9.30 because I am going to the Giants-Ravens game, and we'll see how that goes.
1: Fuck oh, on with your bad self. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about right there. What it go. All right, D, I know you're all mixed up, man. You got GSMC, the special unit over there. You got a whole bunch of other things the real deal, the real bets, the realness that you give. What is going on?
0: Yeah, man, it's a lot going on. So please follow me at The Real Deal WDA on all social media platforms. That's where you'll get access to Real Deal Bets. Uh, I was On the San Francisco 49ers Rams game, I was one off on that parlay. I knew Debo Samuel would have a huge game. Uh, but he didn't get the rushing yards I thought he would get, but I did get three out of four. So you know that you're going to get close, if not all the way on these parlays. But I guarantee you we'll get some parlays that come all the way through this upcoming week. All right. So make sure you follow me on social media, get those real deal bets. Uh, the podcast Real Deal with Damian Adams is out each and every week, maybe once or twice, depending on the schedule would we'll normally at least get it in on Monday night or after the football game. And sometimes right after the Thursday night game, I get it out as well. Uh, you guys, uh, you just talked about GSMC. I do the boxing and basketball podcast. Basketball's heating up. Zion looked good last night, uh, so I'm very excited about that. <laughs> so I was
1: wondering where the rest of them was. Did you leave it at the hotel?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, nah, Zion, and you know, I'm going to talk about all that stuff on the GSMC basketball podcast and the boxing podcast. We had a little technical difficulty, but that one should be coming out soon. It's already recorded. We Just couldn't do that for some reason, but it's going to be coming out this week pretty soon. So please subscribe to Third and Three. Start there. Subscribe to this podcast. If you already have, tell your friends about it. The Real Deal with Damian Mm -hmm. Adams and a GSMC Boxing and Basketball Podcast. Because as ugly as Nikki's room is, she looks great because she listens to my podcast. This is how (laughs) she stays beautiful. She stays in shape. She eats well. She exercises. But the number one reason that she looks great It's because she listens to my podcast, and it keeps her calm, keeps her with her chi, and it keeps your cholesterol down. So if you want to be healthy, you listen to The Real Deal with Damien Adams, the 3rd and 3 podcast, and the GSMC Boxing
1: and Basketball podcast, all right? (laughs)
2: That's what you have to do. Don't even need nutrition.
1: You don't have to listen to any doctors or anything like that. Forget listen about Damian,
2: a. It.
1: <laughs> No men's one-a-day vitamins. You don't need anything. Just listen to Damien. Everything Just, will yeah. be fine.
2: You know, but take a vitamin. Listen to Damien. Uh, vitamin's good. Multivitamin's yeah. good for everybody. Listen. Yeah,
1: yeah. Take, while you're listening to the show, and then your extra boost will go up. No yeah, about sure.
2: Extra, boost, extra of, boost of happiness and calmness. Yes. yes.
1: By yeah, the way. All man, jokes
2: aside, it really is a good show. You do a fantastic job. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, thank so, you so much. That's why they got him, man. He's the real freaking deal for a reason, all right? That's what I mean. Even Evander Holyfield had to steal a name from from (laughs) (laughs) Damien.
2: Let's
1: be real about this, okay? Exactly. Let's be real. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, if you want to get on NFL Jeopardy, Power 32 style? Just DM me. We got the next three set up and ready to roll for Saturday. wow. Yep. Hey, we're having a good time, man. I just got to come up with all these damn questions, but it's been a lot of fun. I'm loving it. But this is my home, man. This is where it's all about. My therapy, my third and three, my people, my brother and my sister. I love you guys. I'm gonna put the show out so you fools can listen on Apple and all that other shit later on. We'll be back next Wednesday. Nikki, same yeah. time.
2: Uh, possibly different cities. So stay tuned. Oh, We're really? going to see next week. <laughs> World
1: travel or this one all over And the- then, and then, oh, uh, you-
2: yeah, then I calmed down for, uh, probably till January. So oh, but, yeah, we, we got to put a
0: poll up of which hotel room looks the best.
2: Yeah, so let me know. <laughs> I'm going to call them and be like, you want a sponsor? I mean, I'm shouting out all these hotel names and cities and stuff, but That's yes, new city. I'll, if everyone go ahead, start guessing where I will be. If you, if like you know, that. don't guess.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. She didn't even tell me. I have no freaking idea. We'll just have to find out next week and see what kind of decor is in the background. So we will be here most likely at seven o'clock Eastern time, back live in action as we always are. But for now, Nikki, give him the wave because we got to go. Bye. Peace, everybody.